This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. If you are afraid of your partner leaving because something else is out there, if you're scared that some other guy's going to take your girl, for example, instead, you should just be the best version of yourself. So... Ain't nobody gonna compete with you. The idea of body count purity is like incredibly like naive. Welcome to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host, Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Chathan. Hey. How's it going? Chathan, my guy. How you doing? Good. What, what's your job title? What do you describe yourself as? I describe myself as a lover and friend. Mm-hmm. That's what my business card says, but I am technically a surrogate partner therapist. Mm-hmm. And what exactly is that? So surrogate partner therapist works within the triadic model. Uh, which was basically Masters and Johnson pioneered therapy as we know it. Mm -hmm. And they created the triadic model. And the triadic model basically is a surrogate partner who works from the neck down using their hands to create experiential opportunities for people to grow past blockages with sexual dysfunctions or intimacy blockages. And they work in conjunction with the therapist who works on, you know, the mental part of it. And in that process, you give people, you know, hands-on opportunities to move past those those issues because mm-hmm. you could you could talk about it all you want, but until you're in the sheets, like you might not be able to change anything right. about your actual experience. Right. But uh, and at the same time, in doing that, you end up generating a lot of useful information for for the therapy. Mm-hmm. So it works sort of in conjunction. So the tri- it's called triadic because you got the client too, right. who's an active participant in the whole process. Mm-hmm. And what type of clientele typically come to you? Is it girls? Is it guys? What type of people? For me, I work because I'm tragically straight. Uh, I work with uh, AFAB and trans women, but I work with women. Um, most surrogates are fem are female or. Uh, AFAB people mm-hmm. and what does AFAB mean? Assigned female at birth. Oh, so most surrogates like 80% mm-hmm. are, um, and there's not a lot of us to begin with. There's like a hundred of us, maybe, uh, in the country. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's low. Wow, yeah, like there's like probably 20 guys like me out there. Yeah, so you guys um, get a lot of clients. Well. It's interesting. So we um, surrogate partner therapy was its heyday was in the eighties, mm. and then HIV came around, and you know you everybody shut that, yeah, yeah. shut down. And with massage therapy being being more recognized, because like you know how massage parlor used to be, yeah. like a a rub like you heard massage parlor and you thought, yeah. oh, you know, and so mm. instead 
you know, as massage therapy became more recognized, um, surrogate partner therapy actually was able to make a big resurgence uh, after a movie called The Surrogate came out in mm-hmm. 2012. Mm-hmm. And now is like the prime moment for us because... So is that what that movie was about? I didn't watch it. I the don't surrogate? know. Yeah, The Surrogate. About the guy with the iron lung. Yeah, yeah. And he needed like... And he like went to this person who, who taught him how to have and then he had Yo, like, I didn't know what that, what that, that movie was about. <laughs> that's exactly what yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that was that actually yeah. really helped bring a, bring it about into the social conscious right. again. And um, now we're at like just the perfect moment because right. sex work is more accepted than ever and is like a big relevant conversation. Mental health is a big conversation. Mm-hmm. Sexual assault, sexual trauma mm-hmm. big conversation mm-hmm. and all those where do those circles intersect it intersects on a hundred of us that are you know growing in numbers wow but we're you know out here just trying to help people love their bodies more and live happier you know existences that's, that's solid. and how is surrogate partner therapy different from just prostitution because the clients are paying you right yeah so first off um a surrogate partner works in conjunction with a therapist. So you don't like just like hire a surrogate partner and like hop in the sheets with them. Like you work with your therapist and if they think that you are a good candidate to work with a surrogate partner, you get referred to a surrogate partner. That surrogate partner first off has, they don't like, we don't want you to be a repeat client for many, many, many unlimited amount of sessions we want to solve your problems mm-hmm. so we're not what looking- if this is just so good though what what if it's just so good what if it's so good <laughs> i mean we're we're helping people have right. the skills so right. that right. it's so good wherever they go it got you not just right? with you not just with me got you and so like my our our goal that's different than uh you're a normal worker is that we want you to graduate from us. We want you to be able to move on to a healthy, different place. And the majority of our work does not actually involve sex. Like, it can involve mm-hmm. intercourse. Mm-hmm. But so much of what we do starts with just literally touching each, like, helping somebody understand how to feel, truly feel their body, to live, like, a sensual life where they, they're really in their body. They feel all of the touch that you're giving them Mm. and they're able to provide touch with presence Mm. and so you know we're teaching people oftentimes the skills that they need to have a happy life right so that they can go and if they wanted from there go hire sex workers you know (laughs) go for it so there's it's so there's a science to accepting touch yeah absolutely Mm. there's there's science there's an ex there's exercises yeah um they usually fall under the umbrella of what we call sensate focus but you know uh i like to say you know people should try to live a sensual life Mm. and what that means to me is like when you eat something you should taste it like you should really taste it when you touch something really feel it Mm -hmm. be in your body get all of the pleasure you can Mm. out of that and by doing that since not all sexual problems are psychological mm-hmm. for sure 
And a lot of psychological problems become physical problems. Mm -hmm. For example, with a lot of, uh, a lot of women will have, uh, or AFAB people will have a lot of their sexual trauma show up as really, really tight PC muscles. Mm -hmm. Like real, like to the point sometimes where they can't fully avoid their bladder or they Wait, can't PC have muscles like a vagina? Like, yeah, they're, they're oh. like all the muscles that go across your vagina mm -hmm. and across your ankles, like that whole layer of muscles so at the tight. bottom can be like if with a lot of trauma will oftentimes be so tight that you can't have intercourse. Wow. And, and or, or it's painful or it's extremely painful. Wow. And then guess what? Once you get that in your head, as soon as you start thinking it, you're not you're not about to have a Yo, good this time. is so important. So yeah. it's so, just, this is important. So the reality is getting people out of mm -hmm. their head mm -hmm. and into their body is lets you get past a lot of these psychological things. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't every guy's lost a bar. Every guy has. I don't care. Don't like whatever you guys say. You're no, no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I agree. I've lost right. a lot of them. And, and, <laughs> and when you lose, I lost it in and, the mist before. Yeah. And, when <laughs> you lose and when you lose a bar, what's the worst thing that can happen? What's the worst thing that can happen? Like the next time you have what's the worst if thing? you lose it again? I if, think if you if you think about losing it that second time, it's going to lose again. You're done. Yeah. Your goose is cooked. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. So but me, if I lose it, I'm not coming back, probably. because yeah. There's a reason why I lost it. Yeah, well, yeah, and, yeah. and that's, that's you know, like, that's great. And, and you don't, like, the the reality of it is if you stop, if you don't build it in your head as, mm -hmm. like, oh, what if it happens again? What if I lose my butt? Oh, mm -hmm. like, especially when you're younger and that's, like, even more embarrassing. And mm -hmm. you're, like, you know, you take that as, like, a masculinity thing. Mm -hmm. Like. No, nah, for me, I getting, blame it on them. Getting that, <laughs> <laughs> getting that out of your head, yeah. though is important right because if you get if you get that in your head once mm -hmm. and then you lose it again mm -hmm. and you lose it again right and you lose it again it's gonna you're going down a slippery slope right mm -hmm. so what we do a lot of times before ever talking about real contact is helping people get in mm -hmm. their body because we're getting them out of their head because mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of problems are mental you're saying yeah, a lot of them are. Like, if you have any sure. anxiety, mm -hmm. if you have a lot of, like, fear, a lot of shame. Mm -hmm. I mean, You can be over-anxious, too. Oh, shame is just, like, like you can't have a vagina and not walk around with body issues in this country. Mm -hmm. Or any part of the world, really. Like, you can't. You just, mm -hmm. you, you, you can't have a, I should say, you can't have a and walk around mm -hmm without body issues right mm -hmm. and when you know what's really hard is having an orgasm or good sex when you think you have to suck your stomach in the whole time right I mean, yeah, yeah i worry about because you're not me. comfortable let you're it not in. comfortable so you got to get people out of their head <laughs> right and into their body right. before you even get there yeah. so a prostitute a, sex, a typical sex worker is you know trying to get you off and if like I was on the way here, I was talking to uh, a, a colleague and they were talking about a, a frustration about somebody who was claiming to be doing surrogate work and was having intercourse with somebody after the like in the first or second session when, you know, they take 
and rightfully when my colleague rightfully takes their time and is like we're going to do this exercise and guess what even if you think that you got it we're going to do it again mm -hmm. just like any other meditation it's mindfulness mm -hmm. it's like truly being present in your body it's All like right. yeah so what do you think of this recent social media trend of people shaming girls with high body counts? I mean, I think it's stupid. Why? Like, you don't think it matters? No. Why would it matter? Like, if you want to wife up a girl, you don't think it matters? I don't think it matters at all. Mm. I couldn't care less. Really? So she I, could have I a have, thousand? I have no idea how many people my wife has slept with she has no idea how many people i've slept with and i don't even care i don't even know how many people i've slept with wow like, so you have a wife it's not it's not like <laughs> yeah it's wife. not even like no i'm just it's like first off the idea of purity is like incredibly like naive hmm. right yeah and the other thing is if you are afraid of your partner leaving mm -hmm. because something else is out there then you get two two options right there's guys who are like oh i don't want you going out to the club right i don't want you wearing that right that's mm -hmm. one way of keeping that person and subjugating them so that they end up staying with you and it's yeah, subjugation. Shit, i don't want them to wear it, it it's subjugation it's shit, yeah. but if you're scared that some other guy's going to Take your girl, for example. Yeah, Instead, you should just be the best version of yourself. So mm. ain't nobody going to compete with you. Mm. So the idea of body count, first off, is like a hysterically like naive concept in my mind. Mm. In my mind. Now, right. like, look, you like we all come from a time and a place. Right, right, right. right. And Absolutely. like, like if I said the same thing to somebody who was born 30 years before me mm -hmm. or someone who's born 30 years before them mm -hmm. they're going to have a much different version of, of right. the world right and um so we so i like certainly never like want to tell somebody that the way that they feel is completely invalid mm -hmm. but the reality of it is like what's the relevance like gotcha. it's not like get looser because you have a lot of that's a myth that's like not even a concept like, that's a myth because yeah, I, I like, thought that was true no not a, not in the least really yeah not so where, where'd least. you get that information from social media i yeah, mean no, that's like the idea of like a loose is like the most that is like yeah it's yeah it's not real so what causes some to be looser than others then people I mean, have different levels of muscle tone it, people, muscle tone but it's size of your penis it's yeah. it's pe yeah. people have yeah different levels of muscle tone people have different levels of arousal people everybody is different yeah. right and that's why and every sexuality is different mm -hmm. and that's why people like to sleep with a bunch of people mm -hmm. because everybody's unique yeah and you know variety is like one of the only true aphrodisiacs so how how good at sex are you <laughs> if i told you mm -hmm. every person listening to this would blush let me put it like that okay okay and how did you get to that level <laughs> yeah how, how'd you get to that level i really like i don't know what to tell so you're you. a nympho i no, no it's no, that i really appreciate high quality intimacy 
and I take my time. And so actually the real answer to this question, mm -hmm. and this is also where it connects with surrogacy, um, because I don't, I don't want to make this really important work that people have, my mentor has put her life into. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make a joke out of it. It is that when I'm with a lover, mm -hmm. when I'm with a client, mm -hmm. I'm fully present. Mm -hmm. I'm full with every touch. I'm fully there. Mm -hmm. And I will take the time to appreciate every single bit and every curve and every crevice and every wrinkle and every, every bit of that person. And I can almost guarantee you that they have not done that for themselves. Wow. And when you do that, it's not about different techniques. It's mm -hmm. not about like, uh, like, oh, this is the right technique and that's the right, right technique. Right. It's not about that. What makes really, really good s is the presence that you carry in your touch. Wow. So just being really sensual, basically. Yeah, no, it's, in, it's, it's in it's in the touch, so it's in the feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it. it's yeah. it's in. What makes for really good sex it's energy is exactly it's it's when you when you, it's not that you're like looking at it, mm -hmm. you're looking at something and you're just like, uh, like kind of like looking at it and passing by it. Like you're like really taking your time and you're observing it. You're seeing, oh, look how this like nicely moves like this. You know, mm. you're appreciating every bit of that person mm. with your eyes, with your hands. You know, you're you're truly there. Mm. And, you know, that's one part of it. And what makes somebody a good lover in my book, the other part is to take the whole idea of there being a destination or being a single faceted thing off the table. And what well, do you mean by that? Elaborate. On like, that. when I was walking in here, right? Somebody said, "Oh, you know, you help people work." Oh, that's take, a single thing. Take orgasm off the yeah, table. That's, that's a single take, thing. Right. You could have amazing sex without an orgasm. Mm. Take orgasm off the table. Take, you know, some sort of idea of what it looks like off the table, right? Like, if you've only ever watched, like and mm -hmm. there's just a whole bunch of jackrabbit you know like mm -hmm. pounding like you got to take all that off the table because mm -hmm. good sex is like a dance right you've got mm -hmm. your fast and your slow mm -hmm. you've got your hot and your cold you've got your firm and your soft right and it's in the juxtaposition right of each of those things that you like create you know something novel mm -hmm. and so like good sex, you take away if you take away that destination concept and you just let it be a journey then it can you know you you're allowed to play then mm. because if you have a single goal then you're just running at the goal right you're just gotcha, pound, yeah. pound 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 mm, right. mm. but when you take that off and sex is how adults play sex is that is how adults play mm. and everything in life is easier when you're having fun doing it mm. everything mm. my my one of my life's great mentors watching him go through the process of dying. He had so much fun going through dying of cancer. I swear to God, he made it look so graceful. Mm -hmm. And it's because he had fun. He was like, oh my God, I'm meeting so many cool people. This really sucks. Everything hurts. I can't hold down food. Mm -hmm. But I am meeting so many cool people. I'm having fun. Right. So everything in life is easier when you're having fun. Mm -hmm. And sex is how adults play. Mm -hmm. So if you have a destination, 
you're no longer playing. Mm-hmm. Play, playing doesn't have a destination. Playing is just playing for the sake it's, of it's it. Endless, yeah. So like good is multifaceted. Mm-hmm. It can have joy. It can have laughter. It can have sadness. It can have tears, you know, and, and they could all be part of like a really good experience. Mm. Speaking of experience, some men are afraid of toys. Yeah. Do you think they should be afraid of them? No. I mean, if you are, if, if you want to like live, like you're like, uh, you know, rolling, if you're like building the pyramids and you want to live that way, great, but I'm going to use power tools. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can cut down that tree (laughs) with an ax or whatever it is, but I'm going to use a chainsaw if I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so there's no reason to be threatened by anything. Use things as they should be your friend. Mm. They should be, you know, a, a, a tool to create different kinds of stimulation, right? to create different kinds of feeling, to like be able to activate different parts of the body in, in new and unique and novel ways. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a client just fall in love with you because you were just so good to them? Yeah. So, so, so transference is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like there can be emotions that attach, but they naturally dissipate, you know, as you like become distant. And uh, yeah. And, 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 and we yeah. limit our number of sessions. We we're thoughtful about that thing because what we don't want to do is create harm, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. by like, by like emotionally getting them robbed yeah, like, getting people to yeah. emotional damage but, yeah, but there yeah. will be they're already damaged so you don't want to you know well they're not damaged they're just working through something yeah 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 well, and yeah. there are plenty of people who have incredibly healthy relationships with their sexuality mm-hmm. on like you know who then like have something happen or they like i mean the most one of the most common things you'll see is like somebody who like leaves their their marriage somewhere in their like late forties, their kids are like finally like old enough to Mm -hmm. like sort of understand. And they feel like they've raised their kids enough with that partner. And they're like, wait, I've been monogamous for 20 years years, and we haven't been having quality intimacy in that long Mm -hmm. for one or another reason. And they're out there now saying, okay, now like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. They're not broken. They're just exploring who they are mm-hmm. and who they are changes, right? Like your sexuality changes at every point in time, just like you do. Mm-hmm. So they're not broken. I don't, I never want to say that, mm-hmm. but people are working through different things, gotcha. you know, and, but like, you don't want to create harm. So like right. we limit our sessions at a certain point and every, every client has, I think a different, a different based on case by case basis like mm-hmm. amount that you would assign to that you know because like for example somebody who's like had a pretty healthy sexuality and now has something they're working through after years of having a very very active and healthy sex life they're probably going to be a lot more equipped to mm-hmm. like be able to work through things for a longer term than maybe somebody who's in their late thirties and losing their virginity and is having to learn and socialize Mm. some of these like basic skills. Mm. 
right? These like real basic skills. So do you feel like it's important to lose your virginity or at an early age? If it was up to you, like, would that be? You should I mean, lose I, it I think you need to define early for me. I would say 16, 17, 18. Teenagers. I think it's, I think it's important for you to d- explore what is of interest to you mm-hmm. when it's of interest to you. Mm. Because if you don't, then what oftentimes will happen is you'll end up experiencing a compounding amount of anxiety around right like that can happen you can you can you know hey you know i like like i'm the only one of my friends who's still a virgin and i want to have but like i'm scared to now Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of one or another reason or like oh now i'm like now i'm 25 now i'm 30 like every time i tell somebody this they run away Mm -hmm. you know or they're they're afraid of like the emotional repercussions Mm -hmm. So I think that when you want to explore something and eh, that's the right age, mm. I mean, within, you know, obviously there's certain reason to that, but yeah, like, yeah. I think that that's the thing you should, you shouldn't feel shame to be who you are. That makes sense. You shouldn't be shamed to explore and grow in the directions that at any point in time you want to explore and grow. Mm. You should yeah. just do it. We got to wrap this up, but where can people learn more about this and more about you? So um, they can uh, go on my Instagram, which is uh, called Safely Feeling Sexy. Again, Safely Feeling Sexy. Uh, I also have a website that's under Safely Feeling Sexy, mm-hmm. uh, as well as my email is Safely Feeling Sexy at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Um, my, one of my colleagues, uh, Rachel, um, I've, I've sent you the links, but... Yeah. Her um, her email is the Ascended Muse at mm-hmm. Gmail. Again, the Ascended Muse. I'll put it in the description. And yeah. and my mentor, Doctor K, Doctor Susan K. Uh, her email is Doctor Susan K at Gmail. You can Google her. She's an original Masters in Johnson researcher. So, mm. I mean, she's she's OG. Like yeah, she yeah. knows oh, yeah. she can she can look at you and be like, you could do this or <laughs> you can't do. Like her really? into it, you you hear her do an intake with people, and it's like, wow. How did you figure that out? How like she'll ask you a question, like she'll ask the person a question, and be like, how did you know to? And it'll be like something really specific, yeah. you know. She might be a seer. I mean, she could be. She's exactly. been. She has been. <laughs> she's been giving. She's given her life to this. Yeah. And like the amount of shame that people carry around, like it's. Can you tell off back if somebody has shame or anything? Can I tell? Can you tell, like, just by? I can oftentimes look at somebody and be like, I mean, first off, if you have a, a country, or anywhere in the world, you've mm-hmm. probably been walking around with a fair amount of shame, but like you can certainly tell when people are more or less comfortable with who they are. Men and women. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Same way, like. There's a reason why, like, you'll see people on a dance floor and you'll be like, that person's fun. I, I can hang out with them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Why? Because you can tell they're having fun. They're able, they're, they're in their own. Yeah. Jaden, it's been a pleasure. Wayne, any Man. closing comments? Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at the creator. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Digital Social Hour. See you next time. Peace.